So malaria came about around World War II? Is that what it's Well, preceding saying? its founding, organizations with global influence in malaria control... Who, influencers? Were, yep. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm here to talk about health. We are testing out malaria today, and we just want to see who will get it the fastest. And then we're going to, un- next next week or a couple years from now, we're going to be unboxing some vaccines. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Wiki University, where we dive down the rabbit hole of Wikipedia to explore the sum of all human knowledge. I'm Kyle Berseth, Dean of this fine institution, and as always, I'm joined by our summa cum laude, Jason Nunez. Woo! College, college, college. Hell yeah, baby. I'm ready to learn. I love books. I love campus life. I love Greek life. That's why I signed up for Wiki University's 10-year program. Class is in session. Anyway, congratulations on your haircut. Thank you. It's my new LA haircut. I'm now that we're now I had to get my back back to school haircut. I had to. Yeah. Summer's yeah, upon yeah. us. New backpack, new haircut, new sneakers. No kids, sneakers. See, this is how I know you're not, you know, Gen touch. Z. Yeah. Kids don't do backpacks anymore, man. What do you got? Do you just your laptop? Just your phone. I mean, no cap? Chat. What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't know. You don't have these young ears like mine. Oh, I know. All right. Speaking of ears, why don't you introduce your topic? My topic for today's episode. My topic. I've had. I thought it was a very interesting topic because you know of my young ears, my youth. Yeah. Vibes that I give off uh, in my soul. A lot. Of, I've come across this a lot of times at your local Seven Elevens. And what they do is they have this machine called the Mosquito. Have you heard of the Mosquito? I haven't heard of the Mosquito. Neither have I until I ran into this. Okay. Which was just, uh, it emits some sort of noise at a either low or high frequency. I'm not 100%. Probably high frequency. Yeah. Because if you just hear, hum, like that could be soothing. Yeah, like ASMR or some shit, right? Perhaps. Or, or like the big drum on um, uh, Christopher Nolan movies. <laughs> is that soothing to you yeah. or ominous? Oh so, okay, I guess you're right. High frequency. And it, it what's it called? It just pushes teens away. Gen Zers. Gen Zers. Gen Zers. They're like, ah, my freaking ears. Yeah. I went for a little hike by my house this morning yeah. with my doge. Okay. And school, it's right across the street from the like, local high school. Oh, okay. So you weren't allowed to be around there? No. Okay. And so I went into the park okay. where all the cool kids hang out and smoke weed before <laughs> school. Yeah. And they were just in the parking. Like school must have just started this week because I've never seen it before. Wait, did you go early morning? So they were there I mean, before it, school. Yeah, it was probably like eight a.m. or something. It. And they were they were smoking some yeah, weed. Yeah, and I yeah. was I was just like, did you take a oh, hit? this is the cool kid. Did you so take a hit? I didn't. No, know. but my dog did. <laughs> She's real chill. <laughs> yeah, Luna. Uh, Luna likes a shotgun, right? Nah, she does GBs, man. Oh yeah, straight yeah. up to the face. Straight up to Damn. the face. It's fun because her paws get involved. She kind of <laughs> hugs the, the bottle. How much uh, does uh, Luna get even more anxiety when she smokes? 
even more now. Does no. she not have? I, I thought you said she was more more of an anxious doggy. No, she's no? not an anxious. No, she's the most chill dog ever. Oh, okay. She's too chill to a fault. So she needs more because yeah. she smokes so much weed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah. So going back to the mosquito, uh, I believe it's only young kids like myself and dogs that can hear it. Well, so this has been a big issue in L.A. Of what kids, teens? Well, homelessness is. Uh, obviously a big issue and they like businesses put out like annoying music in the middle of the night is there a frequency or, or that like only homeless people can hear i don't think so we should but they out. can hear music <laughs> and they can experience flashing lights what kind of music do they put on like that like like hard death metal. Like hard rock death I think metal death yeah. metal yeah or just the christopher nolan drum beat Oh yeah, some people like that though. It might like put a little bit more like excitement into the not having. All right. Uh, well, my topic, Jason, is something called the Zabaline, which is a group of Egyptian people. And the word literally means garbage people. Well, so you, are you allowed to say that? This is Wikipedia's words, not mine. Okay. So what's the um, native tongue for uh, garbage people? How do you say it again? I don't know if, if I'm pronouncing it right, but I'm saying it phonetically. Zambaline. No, Zabaline. Oh, Zambaline sounds like an instrument. Yeah, there's no M in there. Zabaline. 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 Yeah, right. I feel like I'm teaching an yeah, Egyptian yeah, class. Yeah, well, no, I feel like you're just teaching me like another slur that I'm going to sling out a little <laughs> bit later in life. I'm probably going to get in trouble. For well, I, I have a lot of respect for these people. They The garbage people? Yeah. Okay. Or at least their system. I don't know. I can't speak for them as a oh, people wait. because well, I don't know a lot of people, but they go around and collect the garbage in Egypt and they sort it and they're not paid to do it. They just... You know, I'm all about recycling. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah. And I found another garbage topic that fascinated <laughs> me. <laughs> wait, wait. So it's a, so say it again. It means garbage people, but in reference to all Egyptians or these no, specific? No, just the, it's a specific group like of town Egyptians. Or, or, or a lower caste system. of. Hey, save those questions. We'll get to it. I, I don't know. I'm I, sorry. I just... To answer, to guess to hypothesize i can't yeah. imagine the garbage people are high society right 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 but i wonder why i don't know like if they're already at the bottom why are you spitting on them why am i <laughs> just calling spitting them? on them the oh. other egyptians i uh, guess by calling them garbage people yeah, yeah well because because to, to them in their language it means garbage people so it's like yeah. we'd just be telling calling people now garbage people well, they do a service. I don't know. We'll find out if it's disrespectful or not. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm mostly interested in their recycling program. Well, do now, okay, now this brings up the point of should garbage men and women just be referred to as garbage people? It really depends it, on their genitalia, I Zimbaline. think. How, how do you say it again? <laughs> Zabaline. Zabaline. Yeah. Anyway... I don't know which way we should go here. It's probably easier to get to Egypt, but the mosquito alarm is very specific. Let me read a little bit about the mosquito alarm, and we'll just decide. Okay. 
The mosquito or mosquito alarm is a machine used to deter loitering. Uh, so we could get to loitering maybe yeah, by emitting sound at high frequency. In some versions, it is intentionally tuned to be heard primarily by younger people. Like myself. Gen Zers, like yourself. The device... The devices have attracted controversy on the basis of human rights and discrimination concerns. That's the issues in L.A. But, I mean, if they're just younger people, I say give them the noise. (laughs) That's what an old fart like you would say, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, we want to keep our ears. (laughs) All right, so I have an hour on the clock here. Where do you want to go? I mean, do you want to start with Mosquito? And get to Zabaline? Or, oh, we could even get to the mosquito bug, and I bet it says, like, see also, mosquito. We could get to Zabaline, Egypt, go on the Nile. Uh, There's a lot of, of uh, mosquitoes in the Nile. Yeah, what's the thing that right? mosquitoes... Right, like the, Nile, the West Nile virus. Oh, wow, now you're speaking my language. Zabaline! Yeah, Zabaline! <laughs> That's the only Egyptian hey, word I know. give me some Zabaline! Uh. <laughs> Your Egyptian accent is... Spot on. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It is, right? It's Uh like an Egyptian Sopranos kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Each country had their own Sopranos. Did you know that? Egypt had their own Sopranos. Yeah, of course. They were, I mean, it doesn't get talked about (laughs) enough. (laughs) They were called the Zambalines. (laughs) Wow. So so if my translations are all connecting correctly, you're calling uh, North Jersey Italians garbage people? No, but I believe their the front Sopranos was. I believe their front were was a, a garbage. Yeah. Hey man, there Told you, you go. Wow. Can we get from the Zabaline to the Sopranos? The Sopranos. Yeah, I think I just did by myself. Mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got an hour on the clock. Do you Let's want do to it. start at Zabaline? Yeah. Oh yeah. You had me at Zabaline. All right. <laughs> Uh, the Zabaline is a word which literally means garbage people in Egyptian Arabic. The contemporary use of the word in Egypt or in Egyptian Arabic is to mean garbage collectors. So they kind of finesse the words right, a little bit. Right. In cultural context, the word refers to teenagers. Oh, what? And adults. There's no link to teenagers. But still, like, that's a for real? Okay. Yeah. Because you throw in some lines sometimes. 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 And adults who have served as Cairo's informal garbage collectors since approximately the 1940s. The Zabaline are also known as Zaraba. Uh, That's. Carabas? uh, Which means pig pen operators. (laughs) Man. They're like the Rodney Dangerfields of Egypt. No respect. Spread out among seven different settlements scattered in the greater Cairo urban region, the Zabaline population is between 50,000 and 70,000. The largest settlement is Makatam Village, nicknamed Garbage City. Oh, garbage people in Garbage City. Boy, they're really piling on here. (laughs) For several generations, the Zabaline supported themselves by collecting trash door-to-door from the residents of Cairo for nearly no charge. Notably, the Zabaline recycle up to... 80% 80% of the waste that they collect via local Egyptian companies, whereas most Western garbage collecting companies can only recycle 20 to 25% of the waste they collect. Yeah, I think even now we don't even do 80%. Yes, we do 20 to 25%. Like I now? just told you. But yes, that's like. This is a Western. I, th- I thought it country. meant like back then. Like, oh, no, I think like currently. Currently? Yeah. Uh, the Zabaline use donkey pulled carts and pickup trucks to transport the garbage that they collect from the residents of Cairo. 
transport the garbage to their homes, sort the garbage there, and then sell the sorted garbage to middlemen or create new materials from their recycled garbage. What are the middlemen, garbage middlemen called? The Sopranos. (laughs) Probably, right? The middlemen. Middlemen. Middle, 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 man. You remember that song? That 50 Cent song? Yeah, Yeah. you got it. All about the Zavaline. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, The living situation for the Zavaline is poor, especially since they live amongst the trash that they sort in their village and with the pigs to which they feed their organic waste. Nevertheless, the Zavaline have formed a strong and tight-knit community. However, their existence and way of life has come under threat after the Cairo Municipal Authority's decision in 2003 to award annual contracts of $50 million to three multinational garbage disposal companies. Damn. Yeah, damn. I mean, you're already getting unpaid work. Why hire people? I also have to get my head out of thinking that we're in, like, like Egyptian, like ancient times. Because <laughs> right now, whenever I think Egypt like or Cairo, I'm like, okay, Sphinx. yeah, exactly. So, and then you're just talking like recent <laughs> shit. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. It's still called Egypt, and it's still called Cairo. You're like, there's no bottles, there's no cans. It's just papyrus and uh, flasks of sheepskin. Yeah, that's Something. what they sell. That's what the Egyptians are famous for. Their sheepskin. Okay, so I went down. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I went down to. Zambaline recycling methods, and then let's head to another topic. This is what I found interesting about it. Of course you did. Maybe you'll find it interesting, too. Highly unlikely. I think, come on, Jason, (laughs) open up your dumb young brain. Um, Yeah, okay, that's true. I should. All you you young people are into recycling and saving the world, so... I want to say yes, but there's a few of us, (laughs) a few of us rebels. I think I've unmasked you as not a Gen Zer. No, I, I, have, I am the most Gen Z person you'll ever meet. <laughs> no. Yes, I can I'm, prove it. Born post 9-11. Many sources state that the Zabaline have created one of the most efficient recycling systems in the world, which recycles up to 80% of all the waste, which I said 20, 20, to, 20 to 25% uh, here in the Western uh, Western countries. Hemisphere, maybe, even. According to FAMI, I don't know who that is, but uh, in 2005... It's pronounced FEMA? Oh, FEMA. Quote, unquote, it was estimated that in 1997, the Zabaline informally handled one-third of the garbage of Cairo's 14 million people, mainly that from poorer districts, meaning that the Zabaline collected up to 3,000 tons of garbage every day. The Zabaline are able to recycle up to 80% of the waste that they collect through their family-run micro-enterprises that generate jobs, including those for production of handmade crafts from rags and paper, and incomes for some 40,000 people. In fact, according to FEMA, in the mid-1990s, nearly 700 Zabaline families-owned collection enterprises, 200 owned and operated small and medium-scale recycling enterprises, and 120 owned trading enterprises— Okay, let's go down to their procedure, and then the sorting, and then use of pigs. These Cairo people really like to drill in the fact that 80% oh of the things God, are recycled. Oh my God, they want to shut up yeah. about the 80%. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I what get do it. they do with that, though? Like, they recycle it and do what with it? Well, let's find... Well, 
here's the procedure. There is a gender division of labor. So people, men, women, they keep it separate. Again, let's adapt more of these Egyptian type culture things. You know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, usually it is the men sometimes accompanied by children who go pick up the trash door to door from each hands. household. Yeah. yeah. I See, I think the small hands would be good for sorting. Look, some people are not home sometimes, so you, you need a small hand to slip under the door. Mm. Open the door. Slide through the mail slot, the doggy <laughs> door. Get yeah. in there. Get that garbage. Right. I got you. That's good thinking. 20% of that is garbage. 80% of that will be recycled. It's rare for girls. <laughs> True. You've been listening. It's rare for girls to collect the trash, and it stops almost entirely after girls reach the age of 10. The means of transportation that the Zabaline used to transport the trash, uh, as I told you, donkey carts and pickup trucks, blah, blah, blah. Here's the sorting. So the men return to the village with the collected trash. Usually their families are waiting for them so they can begin sorting the trash. Please, Dad, Papa, drop off the car. Oh, man, that's terrible. No, I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep going with that. No, I didn't mean my riff. I mean it sucks that they're waiting just for the garbage to arrive. But maybe they're waiting... Sadly. Well, they don't call them uh, garbage people for nothing. They enjoy it. It's part of their life. It's their enterprise, apparently. A lot of them have enterprises, not just small startups. Jason, you always know how to turn it into a positive. (laughs) Listen to (laughs) these startups. Is there an app for the Zabaline people? Ooh. Is that like the Mosquito app? Maybe. It's the Mosquito alarm that we're trying to get to. But I think they made an app, too. There you go. So the sorting of garbage is a time-consuming task in which women and children may spend up to 10 to 12 hours a day separating the garbage. First, the trash is sorted into the main 16 categories, such as paper, plastic, cardboard, cans, etc. So, for example... Can you say all three, all 16, please? The, it just has etc. They didn't Aww. even bother listing them. But here's an example. All different types of paper are placed into one pile, while all different types of Plastic are placed in another pile. Sorting within these categories does not take place until after the trash is sorted first into major categories. For instance, the major category of paper would be sorted into white paper, yellow paper, thick paper, newspaper, thin paper, etc. Let your mind run wild with etc. Papyrus? It's in there somewhere. Oh, I'm sure it is. Question for you. And it may get get personal. What is your recycling uh, rules for yourself? And your household. Like, do you wash milk cartons or do you wash the milk? I try to rinse it out. We don't have a set rule. Do but you dry it? No, I don't dry no, it. You're what not are doing you your nuts? part then. Yeah. I would say, in general, I'm a recycling optimist. I read an article in like 2008, which is like, you can't recycle pizza boxes, you can't recycle egg containers, is that you can't true? recycle no this. Way. But that was 2008. So in my mind, I'm like, well, surely advances have been made. I can recycle almost anything. Recycling technology has advanced and must keep up. And, you know, white bones sometimes is like, you're putting too much in the recycling. And I'm like, yes, maybe. But also I'm creating jobs for people to pick out the other stuff. Our local Zappelines. Yeah. Is that what you believe you're doing? Could be, but so then that's they... How you, that's then how you they, sleep at night. Then they ship... Then they sh- I found out they're shipping the recycling to China, and they sorted there, so I've just been creating Chinese jobs. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. You've been fucking signing Chinese paychecks. Whoopsie. <laughs> you should get back some of that yen. Well, yeah, I should. 
I should. I'm doing my part. That's a shame, though. I didn't know. I didn't know you're swinging for the other team. Yeah. Well, I didn't either until I kind of added it all up in my head. So they do. Uh, we we. I was gonna say throw. We throw our uh, recycling to China, so they can. We like, did, but I think they stopped taking it. Oh, they just finally stopped. So now making. they're just piling it up in warehouses or throwing it into landfills if they can't sort it. That's how. Um, that's how. So many Livestrong bands were made over there. They had endless amounts of recycling that we threw at them. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, those were the... That was the sorting... Those... Wait, real real quick to go back. I know you mentioned you rinse shit, but let's say like meaning like plastic, like plastic wrap. Plastic it has wrap. Like some like... Uh, that's trash, sauce. I think. Trash, right? Yeah, okay. that's trash, unfortunately. And I the, know better than that. And then also, well, I've seen other people do it. Oh, they rinse the plastic wrap. Or they just don't wash it and they throw it in there. It's just oh like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure people do that all the time. For instance, what about yogurt? I don't eat yogurt, but I'll you, rinse the yogurt rinse, and let it dry. You'll rinse the yogurt and let yeah. it dry. So everything. And what about but pizza even, boxes? Is that still true? What's up with that? Pizza boxes. I saw a picture on the side of a truck this week, and it said, and it had the the lid of the pizza box recyclable. It had the base of the pizza box not recyclable because it has the grease. Okay, see, that's my other... Yes. And that's, I and saw that's why. that on the side of an L.A. sanitation truck, and I was like, aha! So you can do part of a pizza box, as long as it hasn't been tainted by grease. I mean, this is my first time learning that you weren't even supposed to do the whole pizza box. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, I would clean it. Like, I don't just leave it dripping. You brush like, it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah but there's off, always the, the grease. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. know grease wasn't fucking recycled. Well, that's what I learned from that brochure in 2008. I was like, pizza boxes? I've been recycling pizza boxes. Yeah. And they were like, no, you can't recycle pizza boxes. I was, I was, uh, yeah, that You've was the first You've been doing it the whole time. That was the first item I recycled, I remember, when I was just well, a baby. Well, it turns out you, were, young throwing, kid you now. were creating jobs. <laughs> I was creating jobs. That's right. <laughs> there you go. That's nuts. Okay. If I think of something else that I want to ask you questions recycling wise, well, I, will, okay. I will interrupt. Let me tell you this. Most containers now, you can look at the bottom and there's a little symbol for recycling If and you can throw that in, in the recycling. I mean, I like to make my own rules. Clearly, I believe that. <laughs> so each subsorted category is then sold real to quick, factories quick, and middlemen for a marginal profit. Okay. I do just wanted to say that actually I, d- <laughs> I do actually have a recycling guy who comes by. You got a guy? I got a guy. Um, oh, and gets the cans, and yeah, for the gets, five cent cans. He goes through everybody's yeah. uh, recycling and grabs uh, what he can get, and I'm I'm grateful for it. Uh, yeah, there's a guy in my neighborhood like that. There's a zebulon running yeah. around. A local, a hey, local your word's zebuline. not mine. Yeah, and you know, the first uh, month that we lived there, yeah. I separated the cans and everything, and then uh, it sat out too long one week, and there were just cans strewn about, and I was like, What do you mean it sat out too long? He didn't come by that week and get the separate bucket. Oh, see, you're relying like, too much on him. That's, I know. So yeah, I just had not... to say, well, you got to go digging for this. Must now. be a white thing. You know, I don't rely on other people to do my dirty work. No, I was trying to help him with his dirty work. At that point, it's his hobby. I mean, at that point, I want to let him let him go. Well, I know where he lives in it. the neighborhood. and He's just got piles of bags of cans in his yard. I'm like, let's do the next step. No, he's just collecting. He's waiting for the middleman. <laughs> middle, 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 middle man. <laughs> there you go. All right, use of pigs. The initial and very integral step 
of sorting the trash is the responsibility of the Z- of Zabaline community members who own pigs. The pigs are fed the organic waste. After the organic waste has been eaten by the pigs, the rest of the trash is sorted into different categories such as PT plastic, paper, cans, etc. Um, blah, blah, blah. Here's a quote. I gotta take it easy on the bacon. I garbage I, bacon. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, well, let's... So anyway, they use pigs. I mean, if that's what the Egyptians are doing to their pigs, I can't imagine what the Americans are feeding their pigs. <laughs> I don't know. After the pigs have grown, the Zabalines sell the pork to large tourist facilities and <laughs> resorts. <laughs> All American uh, resorts. Yeah, <laughs> these idiots love garbage pigs. Uh, I did find out in my recent travels... I met up with some friends. They had blackberries all in their backyard when they moved in. Blackberries are like, you know, covered in thorns. They found a guy that was looking for goat storage. And the guy was like, hey, I got these three goats. I used them to clear my yard. Can anyone take care of my goats for a few months? So they just put goats in their backyard. Goats are great. I love goats. I wish I had a goat. I like goats too. I, I met a goat in Texas. Super chill. Super mm. chill baby goat. I mean, there was one that I favorited. There was a whole family. Yeah. Or uh, whatever you call it. But one, one that was more friendly. Or one that was more friendly, yeah. more outgoing. Didn't smash its head into your leg. Didn't. Or he rubbed it, and he also like uh, just like was very photogenic, very photo-friendly. Mm. Yeah. Nice guy. Mm. Nice guy. So real quick, let me just drop this little fact on you, and then let's we got to get to Mosquito here. I, as it turns out, you were really interested in this topic and recycling. I tricked you into learning, Jason, you, did, you, you sucker. Did. Well, that's what makes you such a good teacher, I feel like. All right. Yeah. Ooh, we're by making duping teaching me fun. In, yeah, by duping me into inserting knowledge in me. Bro, I didn't even realize that I was learning the whole time. Yeah, maybe I'll teach you a thing or two. If I'm lucky. In 2003, the government of Egypt sold annual contracts reaching U.S. $50 million to international companies to collect Cairo's solid waste. The three companies that were awarded with contracts for cleaning Cairo are Spanish companies, uh, something, 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 and an Italian company, also known as the Sopranos. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's all connected. Anyway, they did a terrible job compared to the Zabaline, and I think they lost the contracts eventually. All right, let's go to another topic here, Jason. Yeah, let's do it. Let's jump on to The Soprano. Oh, see, here we go. This is under a section called Pig Cull, which I don't know what cull means. I know they say, like, cull the herd, and I think that means, like, get rid of some of the herd. You ever like heard death? that term? Cull? Like death? Yeah, like you you kill some of the Turn herd. Turn them into gabagoo? Turn them into tourist bacon. Ooh. Gabagoo? <laughs> What's gabagoo? Gab- Is that like the sausage press? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I'm making the gabagoo. Gabagoo, I think it's some sort of like some sort of meat thing. I don't think it's uh, a pig-based, but... Okay, well, in April 2009, the first cases of the H1N1 influenza were found in Mexico. By the end of the month, it was estimated that up to 169 people died due to the epidemic. All of the deaths, except for one, occurred in Mexico. Egypt responded to this outbreak of H1N1 by ordering the culling of its swine population, an act which had a devastating impact on the livelihood of the 70,000 Zabaline families. So we could go to H1N1. Yeah, and goes straight into mosquitoes because mosquitoes carry that. 
Or do carry they? some sort of... Well, they carry disease. <laughs> they do something. Yeah, yeah, as far as I know. Wait, what... You're the teacher. What's the thing that mosquitoes cause? Uh... uh, uh AIDS? Uh, AIDS, yes. Yes, it's AIDS. You can't say Malaria. I'm wrong. Mosquitoes can carry AIDS. If a mosquito bites Ooh. somebody with AIDS and then they bite you, you got yourself a fresh cup of AIDS. No, no. <laughs> yes, the mosquitoes do. don't give the blood back. Yeah, it's they're using the same straw. <laughs> <laughs> you, sound, you sound like President Ronald Reagan. <laughs> oh, good. The good president. The good Republican. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Okay, so I went to influenza A virus subtype H1N1. That's what it took me to. <laughs> Sexy words. In virology, influenza A virus subtype H1N1 is a subtype of influenza A virus. Well-known outbreaks of H1N1 strains in humans include the 2009 swine flu pandemic the 1977 Russian flu pandemic, as well as the 1918 flu pandemic. It is a ortho Well, they threw an X in here. I mean, wouldn't they just throw a random X in a word? Isn't that... Um, Silent? Or like a Z, like xylophone? Hmm... Orthomyzovirus. Wow. Thank Whoa. Whoa. I told you you were going to learn something. I told you you were going to learn something today. And you're welcome. I'm spent. I don't know how you do this because that that took a lot out of me. Well, anyway, it uh, contains the glycoproteins, blah, 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 science. Ooh, proteins? No, no, go back. No, no. Your muscles are bulging enough. Yeah. For this reason, they are described as H1N1, H1N2, etc., blah, blah, blah. Some strains of H1N1 are endemic in humans and cause a small fraction of all influenza-like illnesses. So, Jason, I mean, this is a huge, huge article. I think we're, we're edging. We're edging mosquitoes. Oh, I can feel you. We're edging malaria. Yeah. But we're in pigs. We could check out, like, the Russian flu, for example. There was a 2012 India outbreak, a 2015 India outbreak, a Myanmar outbreak, Pakistan outbreak. But we could just skip this and go to the link endemic in humans, which I assume is like... uh, I don't know what that word means. Well, endemic took me to flus. Ah, that's not the right way. No. I don't want to go to flus. We've been to flus before. We could also go to in pregnancy. Anyway, let's go to this 1977 Russian flu. Let's see what was happening there. The 1977 Russian flu pandemic was caused by a strain of influenza. It infected mostly children and young adults, Gen Zers, under Oof. 23. What precedes Gen X? I, wouldn't, I don't know what precedes uh, millennials. I'm so young. Gen Y? I don't know. I'm so young. Same. Life starts post 9-11. Exactly. (laughs) Let's have a moment of silence. Because a similar strain was prevalent in 1947 to 57, most adults had substantial immunity. Because of a striking similarity in the viral RNA of the two strains, one which is unlikely to appear in nature due to antigenic drift... 
It was speculated that the later outbreak was due to a laboratory incident in Russia or northern China, though this was denied by scientists in those countries. I believe everything that Russians and Chinese scientists say. Especially when they agree, you know it's the truth. Yeah. Later analysis found that the reemergent strain had been circulating for approximately one year before it was detected in China and Russia. The virus was included in the 1978-1979 influenza vaccine. Mm. So they just they can just put more stuff into that one vaccine and it vaccinates you? Yeah, I think yeah? I think they target it maybe with a more specific uh we covered vaccines on a previous episode. Oh, there's Did a, we? it wasn't like a topic. It was when your topic was the 1918 Spanish flu. Right, but it wasn't but vaccines wasn't a topic. It's a topic we covered. Did we cover it? It wasn't a main topic. It was a it was in the episode. Okay. Yeah. When I hear covered, it means like one of the one of our topics. So this is interesting. There's a chart here on Wikipedia that has a bird, it has a human, and it has a pig. And the, the Holy Trinity. And the, the, the yeah, yeah. One God. Of, yeah. <laughs> and it has It's telling you, no, that's literally the ingredients for any disease bird, possible. Bird, human, pig? Yes. What about malaria? Yeah, you can you mix those two together. The bird and the pig get AIDS, if I'm correct from the mosquito. Yeah, that's Teach me. Is that, Char- is that Charlotte's Web? Did she just describe Charlotte's <laughs> Web story? Yeah, and then there was a big trial at the end of Charlotte's Web, and the pig had, like, blotches on its skin and represented itself and won, I think. I I believe so. Because he could no longer be a lawyer. (laughs) I don't know what we're referencing at this point because I'm so young. (laughs) (laughs) You're an idiot. All right. (laughs) I feel like... Well, no, go explain a little bit. You said there's a pig, a bird, and a person. Yeah, I mean, it's just a it's just a wiki image. I can't explain too much. Let's see. A duck or other aquatic bird passes a bird strain of influenza A to an intermediate host such as such as a chicken or a pig. Mm. And then, let's see, let me follow the arrow. And then the human eats the chicken. Okay, without undergoing genetic change, a bird strain of influenza A can jump directly from a duck or other aquatic bird to an intermediate animal host then to humans. So then it has an arrow going to the pig's butt and then going up to the <laughs> yeah, human. Which is the origin of the recycle uh, symbol. Exactly, yes. The H1N1 is virtually recycling. Yeah. I well, mean, I think most of a lot of diseases, diseases also um, are from you know garbage and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, needles, like all these needles that we just throw out. I threw out all my needles before I moved out to the West Coast. Did you pour them down one of those sewage drains that says this leads to the ocean? Yeah. We better hurry up. We got about 28 minutes left on the clock. Oh, we can do it. I know. We're not far. Do you want to know more about this topic or do you want to move on? We're on H1N1. I wish... Can I see the picture at least? I just want to see the picture. I think it's funny. Oh, that was way... That's way more... uh, Not graphic, but detailed than I thought. I'm oh. going to print that out. It's, it looks great. It's graphic, Jason. The human is naked. But it looks uh it looks Pig's very also naked. It looks very uh like middle school like a uh, clinic. It's something poster. even you can understand. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. 
you would see it like in a doctor's office, mm-hmm. like and a then it wouldn't office. be taken down for like forty years. Right, it just would be yellow. It also looks like one of those decision uh, decision charts, where it's like, did I've, you I've did you eat a duck? And it's like yes or uh, no, and then you oh, follow okay. the arrow to the pig's butt or. Peking duck? You might have H1N1. Oh, yeah. I definitely have it. Or you might just enjoy bacon. I do both. I bought, no joke, eight packs of bacon the other day. Why would I think that was a joke? But That's not a joke. I I believe it. You love bacon. (laughs) I do see the CDC here. We could go to the CDC. I bet they dabble in... Mosquitoes? In, well, malaria. You're married to this malaria situation. Oh, sorry. All right. Sorry. I got to free. No, it's fine. I got to free my brain here. No, if you're locked in and you think you can get it, I we am not a malaria get... expert, but if you're saying well, it's the number one import export is mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. then you're right. Let's let's. But we could that. also try to get to loitering. I do love me a good loit. <laughs> I, I know. You want to adversely possess something. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do it. Let's just move move forward, upward, and not back. But you gotta help me out here. You want to go to virus? No, you said uh, what was the connection with malaria? Mosquito. No, no, but the other. You said the um, F, not the FDA. What's oh the, the CDC? The CDC. Okay, I'll go to the CDC, and maybe we could get to the WHO or whatever. The CDC. I don't know if you heard about the last like year and a half. They've been getting some hate. Yeah, they're bringing. They've been getting a lot of spotlight recently. I don't know why. I I don't know why either. It's a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> the CDC is the National Public Health Agency of the United States. It is the United States federal agency under the Department of Health and Human Services, and is headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. The agency's main goal to be the protection of public health and safety through the control and prevention of disease, injury, and disability in the U.S. and worldwide. I didn't know they were working worldwide. I thought that was a worldwide thing. Well, I guess it is. Am I I mistaking it for what? What are you thinking? I thought it was just local to the U.S. and the WHO did worldwide. World Health Organization. Yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. I guess I didn't know that, I just... I'm sure they, you know, it's a lot of crossover. Mm, (laughs) Cross-contamination. Bad words to say in the CDC. (laughs) Hi, is this this where we do the cross-contamination? Is this a cross-contamination department? You need to leave immediately. It especially focuses its attention on infectious disease, foodborne pathogens, environmental health, occupational safety and health, health promotion injury prevention, and educational activities designed to improve the health of United States citizens. So it is U.S. Not a big budget on the health information, on the promoting health. What do you mean? You haven't... Did you not see the the poster? (laughs) (laughs) Insert bird here. Insert... (laughs) Nope. nope. It's just a big arrow towards a person's mouth. (laughs) Well, I could go to the history. I'm curious about the history. Yeah, the CDC? Yeah, why did it start? Because of something terrible like the Black Plague. Here you go. Establishment. The Communicable Disease Center was founded July 1st, 1946 as the successor to the World War II Malaria Control in War Areas Program of the Office of National Defense Malaria Control Activities, the O-N-D-M-C-A. So malaria came about around World War II? Is that what it's Well, preceding its founding, organizations with global influence in malaria control... Who, influencers? 
Yep. Hey guys. Hey guys, I'm here to talk about health. We are testing out malaria today and we just want to see who will get it the fastest. And then we're going to un- next next week or a couple of years from now we're going to be unboxing some vaccines. <laughs> okay, should I go to malaria, Jason? Yeah, please do. I'm about to get it. All right. Malaria is a mosquito-borne infectious disease that affects humans and other animals. Malaria causes symptoms that typically include fever, tiredness, vomiting, and headaches. In severe That's cases, it? it can cause yellow skin, seizure. Jesus, yellow skin. That's like... Are you offended by that? No, I'm not. A, why, why would I be offended by it? But if your skin is changing colors... You ever had uh, orange skin from like eating too many carrots? No, have you? No. I don't eat that many carrots, but I was same. thinking just the other day, maybe I should eat more carrots for my vision. Is, that's what it's for. Yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> not not a beautiful tan. What about beets? Do you ever eat beets and piss out blood? I love beets. I do not like beets But yeah, it is alarming when you forget that you ate beets and then you pee pink yeah. and you're like, what's happening inside of me? I bet, uh, yeah. The beets. It's not my herpes acting up. Cow's got the beats. He's got the beats. Yeah. yeah he's got, got the beats. Okay. So should I go to Mosquito? Yes, please. Sim- just so you know and our listeners know, symptoms usually begin within 10 to 15 days after being bitten by an infected mosquito. Shit. So if you got bit by a mosquito and your skin is turning yellow. And it's been 14 days. Yeah. 14 <laughs> or 15 days. Okay. So I went to Mosquito. We all know what a mosquito is. And at the top, it says this article is about the insect. For other uses, see Mosquito. So I'm going to click on that. Mosquito. And what what was your topic again? The Mosquito. The mosquito. It's, a, it's a machine. Oh, uh, there's a song called The Mosquito, a song by The Doors. Yeah, they sung about the machine. Oh, my God. Who wants to live in Mosquito, California? Oof, that's rough. Or Mosquito County in Florida. Ooh, that's even rougher. <laughs> or Mosquito Lagoon, Florida. Oh, that sounds man. like like a hundred percent the time swamp ass. Oh yeah, just, and you're getting bit yeah, while trying yeah. to dry your ass it out. It feels and sounds terrible. Okay, there's aviation, the military, sports, other uses, the mosquito, an audio device to discourage loitering. We did it, Jason. Oh, I knew we were going to do it. It was only a matter of time. I mean, we mapped it out beforehand. Not really. No, I mean, maybe on in the your pod, head. talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. told you we're going to get to the Nile and get to Mosquito and get to malaria, but I couldn't remember what malaria was called, and we didn't go to the Nile. I, I would have liked to go that, to the Nile. I was a big fan on. of the river, not the virus. I think the Nile is one of the few... Rivers that run north instead of south. Does it run deep? Oh, it runs deep, my friend. And I believe you're right. Yeah. Also. I just learned that. I went whitewater rafting. uh, On the Colorado River? Two weeks ago. No, that was kayaking on the Colorado. I went whitewater rafting on the white salmon. and Where's that? That's in uh, Washington. Okay. Anyway, long story short, someone said they rafted down the Nile. And the big problem of rafting down the Nile is crocodiles. Oh, I thought you were going to say up the Nile because up it runs the Nile. Off. All right, yeah, I don't know what they said. I thought you were going to tell me that you like caught him in a lie. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so is that uh, is that a thing over there? Crocodiles? Crocodiles, yeah. yeah. Yeah, imagine like uh, whitewater rafting. Woo, we're having fun on these rapids. And then you fall in. No way. That'd be super scary. I mean, even before falling in, if I see any sort of movement. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Anyway, we're on the mosquito alarm. We did it. We made it. Let's find out about it. Hey, guess what? Ooh, ooh. Mosquito alarm. Ooh, ooh. Right? Isn't that how it goes? Yes. <laughs> that's the frequency. Did you hear that? Can you hear the frequency yeah, right now? Yeah, it's pretty my ears. Can you? Yeah, a little bit. Really? I can't yeah. hear it. But there's a there's a button on here that you can play the mosquito ringtone. Oh, oh I feel like Professor I'm X. not playing ah, it anymore. Ah, Are you ah, liar? Ah, <laughs> and I just travel through time. That's what and Professor read everyone's X. thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. High frequency, man. Wait, tell me if I'm playing it or not. I didn't hit play, you liar. That one hurts a little bit. You can hear it? A little bit. I don't know if you're lying. It's so hard to tell if you're just guessing. (laughs) Anyway, the mosquito alarm. You're a bad teacher. (laughs) You can't tell if I'm just guessing. (laughs) The mosquito alarm is used to deter loitering by emitting... Can you hear that? I was playing it then. You can't hear it? Do I even have the volume? It hasn't stopped since you started playing it, to be honest. (laughs) I think you need to get your ears checked. (laughs) You just have a constant high-frequency ringing in your ears. Anyway, like we said, it's uh, used to prevent loitering, nicknamed Mosquito, for the buzzing sound it plays. The device is marketed as a safety and security tool for preventing youths from congregating in specific areas. As such, it is promoted to reduce antisocial behavior such as loitering, vandalism, drug use, drug distribution, and violence. What's antisocial behavior in this case? Like, Well, I guess it, it's like what society deems as not cool. Anti, well, I, I guess it just pushes out people from congregating in that w- w- place. So it's but that's antisocial. social behavior. No, but, it, but it's oh, saying that it is an antisocial. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I'm reading it wrong. I'm thinking like a guy in the corner... He's like, I don't want to do drugs with anyone, just myself. <laughs> You're you mean loners, just a loner. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of wallflowers hanging yeah. out. Uh, the devices, oh, in the UK, over 3,000 have been sold, mainly for use outside shops and near transport hubs. The device is also sold in Australia, France, Denmark, Italy, Spain, Germany, Switzerland, Canada, and the USA. Critics say that it discriminates against young people and infringes on their human rights, while supporters argue that making the mosquito illegal would infringe on the rights of shopkeepers who suffer business loss when, quote-unquote, and I don't know who they're quoting here, unruly teenagers drive away their customers. Mosquito distributors... I think that's just an Uber. That's just a teen Uber picking up people. What do you mean? Driving away their customers. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Mosquito distributors has said that they keep standards to ensure that the device is not abused. And Howard Stapleton, who invented the device, has asked European governments to legislation. <laughs> it's a big one. It's a big American it's word. Legislate guidelines governing its use. The newest version of the device, launched 
in late 2008 has two frequency settings, one of approximately 7.4 kilohertz that can be generally be heard by only young people and another 8 kilohertz that can be heard by most people. The maximum potential output sound pressure level is stated by the manufacturer to be 108 decibels and the manufacturer's product specification furthermore states that the sound can typically be heard by people below 25 years of age. Interesting. I wonder if there's ever been a terrorist that uses that as its, like, or just not a terrorist, but just an evil person. Yeah, apparently shopkeepers, depending on which way your point of view is. So I'm saying, like, what's it it to stop somebody from, like, getting one of those micro, uh, what do you call it? The microphone that, the big? Uh, Bullhorn. I guess, yes, yes. Yeah, and putting the mosquito in it? Yeah. And, and doing what with it? Just blasting Terrorizing it. people? Just blasting everybody's ass with it. Well, they're not blasting everyone's ass. They're only blasting people under the age of 25. Yeah, street toughs. Yeah, well, that's the blasting generation. You know about that. Yeah, I'm going to start uh, driving around and just blasting that. I'll be able to take it. <laughs> okay. My ears I mean, just start bleeding. <laughs> I mean, it's as bad as like the people who blast like their message about jesus outside of the roof of their car have you seen those people oh you mean like at they have, yes yes they'll like drive around downtown in la and they have like a big oh they drive around they're mobile now yeah oh yeah because i just seen them like post up like you know not even just here like different cities where they just they post up and they're like bullhorning their beliefs yeah well they'll do that in la you know it's a car a car town so you gotta you gotta take that mobile and annoy people everywhere Mm, okay anyway what do you want to know about the mosquito here jason what does it retail for (laughs) oh good question (laughs) i don't i don't know that that's in the article here well they've got the history so let's find out the mosquito machine was invented and patented by howard stapleton in 2005 and was originally tested in barry south wales where it was successful in reducing teenagers loitering near a grocery store the idea was born after he was irritated by a factory noise when he was a child the push to create the product was when Stapleton's 17-year-old daughter went to the store to buy milk and was harassed by a group of 12 to 15 year olds Using his own children as test subjects. Love that. Nice. He determined the frequency of the mosquito. The mosquito was released to the mainstream market in 2005 through Stapleton's company, Compound Security Solutions, CSS. The current device has two settings, the high-frequency sound targeted at youth and another that can be heard by everyone, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Um, I'm looking for a price here, and I don't see it. I don't see it. Go to the website. Go to this stapler center. We don't go to other websites on this podcast. Oh, we can't Jason. leave. We're like stuck in this yeah, white hole that it's called Wiki. We're stuck in Wiki here. So anyway, we have some other sections here. There's health effects. I don't know if you want to know about the health effects. Yeah, I want to see how bad my teen ears got it. Mm, all right. The German Federal Institute for Occupational Safety and Health stated in a report on the mosquito entitled, quote-unquote, use of ultrasonic noise channels, not entirely safe. The results of the examination are now available. Breaking news. The auditors were not able to certify this device as completely safe. The risk 
to the target group of teenagers and young adults is relatively low. They can leave the area when they hear the sound. On the other hand, small children and infants are especially at risk due to lengthy exposure to the sound. So I imagine the highest risk group is teen moms and dads. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. They're getting it. They're getting it every which way. Yeah, every which way. Every generation is getting it in their family. On the other hand, small children and uh, blah, blah, blah. Moreover, the ultrasound affects not only hearing, disruption of the equilibrium senses. Mm. Wow, you just give people vertigo. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, As well as other extra oral effects are well known. Ooh, you had me at oral. I bet. I might have pronounced it wrong. (laughs) If there's a frequency that can give me oral... (laughs) Turn it up, baby. You know what? I've been working on that event invention for quite some time now, Jason. <laughs> yeah, are you? Exp- are you? Unfortunately, uh, it's just my mouth. <laughs> Who's your test subjects? Your kids? <laughs> it's not. Hey, he was working on a budget. I don't. I can't. I can't even blame him. <laughs> I mean, it's it's cut from the same cloth as J D Power and Associates. That's true. Yeah, the associates. The associates. Yeah. It was Howard something and associates. Howard, Howard Mosquito Stapler. and associates. Howard Mosquito. <laughs> what if that was his name? Howard Mosquito. Oh, what if he was one of those cases that dies from their invention? Like, what if his, his head, head explodes? explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it comes like high frequency thing, I always think head explosion. Yes, yeah. yes. With the sound levels that can be reached by the device, the onset of dizziness, headache, nausea, and impairment is to be expected. This is not the limit of the total risks to safety and health. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. There's also support of the mosquito. Of course, we kind of talked about that. Businesses, the device has been credited with lowering exterior vandalism at one school by about 40%. It's a good percentage. Hey, I bet the Zabaline can handle vandalism at an 80% level, though. <laughs> if I had to guess. If the Zabaline uh, invented the mosquito, 80% of yeah, you uh, just vandalism some of those would be. Zabaline kids out there that smell like garbage, I bet people are like, I don't want to hang out here anymore. Yeah. So watch then out. you got another news. <laughs> watch out for the real mosquitoes at that point. True. <laughs> um, so anyway, I mean, that's... That's the mosquito for you. Oh, yeah, we did it, Kai. We did it. One Once again. Once again, yeah. It's like I saw into the future, and I guessed it right once again. No. Can I teach astrology? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the future would be teaching time travel. No. Okay. That's not... I don't think you're right at all. Well... Well, then, we're going to have to discuss this on the next class. Uh, we won't. But, yeah, I mean, that's the class. That's the end of the episode. Did we make it on time? Yeah, we made it on time. With time to spare? We had uh, some minutes to spare. Ooh. What should we chat about? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to fill the time. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, fill the time with... Guys, show us some love on iTunesReviews.com. If you go to that website... <laughs> <laughs> And give us, and then type in uh, Wiki University. You're gonna find us very fast, and then you just give us, throw us a little five star review. What are there in the comment, dude? Yeah, and if you're on your phone, like most people, like most young Gen Zers, just Definitely. scroll down to the bottom and hit five stars, and yeah, leave a comment there. It doesn't even have to be a full comment, you know, a couple of fire emojis and stuff like that. Yeah, just say something like, "I want to give Jason oral." Yeah, please, by all <laughs> means. I want to, yeah, I want to get a good count in. Yeah. Take a number. All right, that's it. 
So until next time. Good night. Bye. <laughs>